1: Hi, I'm Anthony Fury. Thanks for joining us for the latest episode of Full Comment. Please consider subscribing if you haven't already. What's the state of celebrity culture today? When that whole Will Smith, Chris Rock thing happened, everyone was talking about it. Everyone had an opinion on it. And yet the whole thing was, I don't know, not very glamorous, is that fair to say? It was all kind of high school. Have celebs lost their allure in a way, or at least one incarnation of celebrity? Have the movie stars become too normal and just some are now like regular Joes? And what does the emergence of this new category of celebrity mean? The TikTok stars, the online stars, the YouTube stars. How is Andy Warhol's 15 minutes of fame comment looking now? Sean Prue certainly knows a thing or two about these things. He's interviewed tons of stars, including Lady Gaga, Betty White, and Oprah. He hosts The Sean Prue Show, Heard Weekends on SiriusXM, and the Instagram live show Simone and Sean. Sean, welcome to the show. Great to have you.
0: Nice to be with you. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, great to chat with you. I mean, that whole Will Smith, Chris Rock thing. I mean, let's just talk about that for a moment. Like, wh- what did you think when you when you first saw that? And I'll, I'll preface it by saying I'm like one of those people who has stopped watching the Oscars for a few years. But when I heard about this, I'm like quickly on my phone. I'm what like, I see gotta right see this. <laughs> gotta see it. What did you think?
0: The Japanese version was the best version. It was the Australian <laughs> version, the American version, the Japanese version had the most meat to it uh at first in the red hot minute i thought it was some sort of stunt right. um, that they had because i could not believe that a grown man was going up to hit another grown man over a joke um and then that sort of went right into disgust over that because i just think i think what happened is symbolic of where at least for people who are celebrities who have platforms be it the movies be the mo- be they a podcast uh, be the be the a radio show if you've got a platform and you're a known voice, people are kind of on tinderhooks right now in this, we don't know what we're allowed to say kind of culture. And we saw that, we can't say certain things, can't make a joke about um, being shaved-headed um, without getting a smack to the face, we saw that, so it's sort of evidence of what I'm saying um, as a whole, that, that people just don't know what to say anymore, what is right, and what is wrong? And then we saw that again a few minutes later when Will Smith won the award, and Hollywood, for the most part, jumped to its feet and gave him a standing ovation. Because what do we do? I don't know. What do we do? We just hit a man, but do you, now he's always want an Oscar? What do we do? Stand up now, and and you could feel it's kind of palpable. This kind of um, society we live in right now, where we're not allowed to say anything for fear of being canceled, um, is 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 rampant and. And that was kind of cancel culture in a, in a nutshell when um, Chris hit, um, when Will hit Chris. Because if you look at it play by play, um, you've got Chris making the joke, cut to Will Smith laughing at the joke, mm. cut to Jada Pinkett Smith rolling her eyes at the joke, cut back to Will Smith seeing that she doesn't like it, and then going and trying to cancel Chris with a punch. And that's the way it works on Twitter with these social justice warriors as well. You have these people who think the joke is funny, but, oh, oh, someone's offended? I should be offended too. I'm deeply offended. Let's cancel the person who said that joke. It's, it was it's the exact same flow of events, sequence of events that you get. And so there's a lot to unpack with that. And, and, and the shelf life um, has uh, went on for some time. Because of that, I, I, um, I, I was deeply disturbed by the righteousness of Will Smith, thinking that he could just get up and hit somebody um, because they'd made a joke. Chris Rock didn't know that um, Jada Pinkett Smith had alopecia, apparently, where he didn't make that joke in that vein. He made it in the hey, you look like G.I. Jane, Demi Moore. I yeah, didn't absolutely. get it either. I had to G.I. actually G.I. Google.
1: Too. I thought like, oh, is 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 she is her hair like that because she did just record GI Jane too, which is possible. Like maybe she yes. was starring in that movie, so I had to like yes. research and go. I don't even understand what's happening.
0: Yeah, and and no, since she she came out about having suffered from this for some time, and 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 you know, it's it's she's an actress. She's got to look a certain way. Um, it's a lot of pressure. Plus. Um, It's the crown on your head, Uh, I can understand how sensitive an issue this might have been, but we still get to make a joke about it, even if Chris Rock wanted to stoop as low as to make a joke about alopecia, if you really wanted to make a joke about that, he still should be allowed to make a joke, it would be a bad joke, it would be tasteless, he wouldn't look that great for making it, but he's still allowed to make it without being hit.
1: No, it's such a good point. I mean, I feel like now we act like this thing is totally new in, in terms of someone making an offensive joke. But you go back not too many years and you got Don Rickles, you got Joan Rivers. I love all of them. There's those Comedy Central roasts where, you know, if you're an offended person, do not watch the Comedy Central roast. Mm-hmm. But they're out there. They get top ratings and people love them.
0: One of the best memes, um, because Will Smith and Pinkett Smith have been so open about having an open marriage, is, oh, you can boink my wife. But don't make a joke about her. <laughs> a man can oh, point man. my wife, oh, but man. a man can't make a joke about her. <laughs> oh dear! Uh, that meme was going around, but it's true. It's, you know, he, I, we, we, we didn't hear about him beating up the guy that Jada Pinkett Smith had an entanglement, as they call it, with. Um, we'll Will's down with that. He was fine with that. But oh, wow. a lot of um, a lot of jokes have been made. He came out about um, the the status of their relationship in his new book out recently. Um, so throughout the awards season, he was teased mercilessly for having an open relationship. Um, and I think this was the, the straw that broke the camel's back. But still, it's, it's keep your back in one piece. Um, well, don't let it be broken because you're a public figure. Um, you, you, you exposed this about yourself. And you're, you're a big boy. You know how this game is played. You didn't get to winning an Oscar by by not knowing how the game's played. You you're gonna be the the subject of jokes and ridicule and gossip for being who you
1: are. And what's kinda of funny, like you make such a good point because they know how the game is played, and I feel like there used to be a, a heavily managed game for these A-list celebrities and that they were untouchable, whether or not we go back, you know, decades and how the old studio system would even just tell people like who they're dating and who they're marrying and you, yeah. you'd buy the magazines for them and these were like godlike figures and we still had that, you know, in the 90s, these box office gold, like the $20 million club people, the Julia Roberts and, and, and you know, they're these like ethereal figures that people kind of yeah. idolize and now there's not, I found it interesting, Denzel Washington, I know reportedly, chatted to Will Smith or you can see pictures of it kind of saying like calm down man or whatever after that incident happened i'd say denzel washington is one of the few like true classic movie stars left in that you know he's not yes. doing these direct-to-video things every second week to pay the bills i get I get you got to pay the bills but i just mean he ain't doing that he's still the 20 million dollar club we don't know anything about the guy's personal life really yeah. he's so guarded but most of them like i guess i feel like i'm trying to say will smith is he's just become like a regular guy who like gets in a scrap with a guy now and we all see it
0: Well, and with someone like Will Smith, where a generation has grown up with him, we saw him when he was much younger, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, he's been in, you know, all kinds of popcorn movies like uh, Men in Black, Um, and then now he's moved into more serious work. You kind of feel you know him, and his putting out a memoir, uh, sharing the deepest, most personal aspects of his life that he wanted to share, um, makes you feel like you know him. Whereas with someone like a Denzel that, that you've mentioned, um, has that kind of can't quite touch him quality. I think of Cate Blanchett as well in that category mm. of someone who's uber talented, um, uh, accessible as an interview, but that's about as close as anyone ever gets to her. Um, but celebrities changed as, as you mentioned in your intro with the advent of TikTok and, uh, and other social platforms like it um, where the word celebrity which really means celebrated person and we're celebrating you for a reason right. um right old hollywood we celebrated you because of the mythology about you and and, and everything anthony you just described and, and 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 to this day there's a hollywood that we still celebrate the the glamour of again a cape Blanchette or the, the washington but then there's the celebrity that's maybe was spawned by kim kardashian celebrated for what exactly
1: Well Paris Hilton right? was the original one and what was that like can, like 22 yeah. years ago or something
0: Now I will say both those women I understand um now um they got famous for sex tapes and 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 being airheads really um but now they've built what could be considered uh, empires um The
1: smartest she, airheads I ever met you know the you, smartest
0: you, their heads ever but i gotta respect their hard. empires yeah um they work very hard being them i wouldn't want to be them and have to worry about what i look like nine out of every 10 minutes of the day um but they sort of spawned this generation of what are you famous for exactly and then to think that somebody can get uh, just get on a youtube channel and talk about gaming or whatever and earn six figures is incredible these days
1: sean you mentioned TikTok stars And it's interesting, the idea of, okay, you got your YouTube channel, you're going to talk about Call of Duty or whatever, and you get a bunch of hits. And it's one thing for maybe a video game company to be like, hey, this guy's getting a lot of traffic, let's send him a free video game. And I know that's kind of how it started with these kind of influencers. But now the influencers, they're not just people who are getting a free video game. They're like, they're getting contracts, sponsorship contracts. They're making more money than the celebrities, these TikTok influencers. I mean, I I don't even understand this world, but I think it's, I think it's at least changing the way, like our uh, the younger generation, like teenagers today and people in their early twenties, think about popular culture.
0: Yeah, I don't think the younger generation has any patience or any um, want for that kind of five steps away from being celebrity. They want to see themselves reflected back at them, and they enjoy seeing people just like them doing whatever on a video, whether it's talking about Minecraft or whether it is um, doing some silly. Um, trick or whatever they want to see that's more aspirational i want to be more like this than i want to be like this kind of um floating ethereal celebrity that i don't even get um anymore i think that that social media has has um taken down a lot of the barriers a lot of the um the lines between us and them and it's more democratic and that's what this generation that was born tuned in tapped in turned on they know how to turn on an iPad <laughs> at age six months and work it. That's what they want is to see their own, I think. Um, whereas uh, people of a different generation, say like mine and older, we still like to see people who have something that we don't, whether it's the lifestyle or the money or the perceived lifestyle. But back to your point, uh, a lot of these people who are used to um, just as supermodels, um, had to watch their contracts suddenly be given to actresses. Actresses and, uh, and actors are now watching contracts they once would have had mm. be given to this guy in Brampton, from Ontario, who's who's got X number of followers and who is a true influencer.
1: Is this gonna stay? Is it gonna be like this for the next however many years? Is this like the way it's kind of locked in for a whole generation? Or are things changing so fast that, that this will pass soon?
0: Well, it's interesting because one of the bubbles was burst quite recently about sort of the fakery of some of this. Mm. Um, in a movie, a documentary whose name escapes me, um, but what it did was it asked, um, put out an ad, and it asked for people to apply if they wanted to become famous. They did this in LA. And so they got thousands of applicants. They littled it down to five. And they began Instagram accounts for each of them. Eventually, three people um, did not like the taste of fame they were getting. But two hung on. And we followed these two throughout the rest of the movie. But the way in which they got their fame was purchased uh, followers, purchased lights. And then they would do things like go into um, some grubby backyard and fill up a kid's pool with water and then put rose petals in it. And then put the, the girl who wanted to be famous, put her head back in it. So she looked like she was at a spa, a close-up shot of her with these rose petals around her head. And then she would tag at Four Seasons um, Los Angeles. that She was there. <laughs> and they were creating all of these fake posts. They would rent out a private jet at $50 per photo shoot, and they would be there uh, very much like the Tinder swindler and, and these these people like Anna... Um, uh, I from Raising. Odelvi yeah. Uh, Anna Delvey. Yeah. Um, like, like they're faking their lives, faking it till they make it. And so there's an awareness that now, though, that this stuff doesn't, you know, necessarily mean it's real just because it's showing up in your feed. Uh, my, my ex and I used to always joke when we'd take a group photo, we'd, instead of smiling and saying cheese, we'd say Facebook. <laughs> and because, <laughs> because it's here's our great life and our great friends. And we knew, we knew how sort of true Which- it was, but fake it was as well. It didn't matter what mood you are in or what was going on in your life, you still bought a bright, shiny smile for Facebook. And and so there's an awareness now that this isn't necessarily someone's actual reality. So long answer to your shorter question, does this have a long shelf life for the next generation? I'm not so sure because the bubble has been popped a little bit there.
1: We'll be back in just a moment with more full comment after these messages. Sean, I want to talk to you now about how we consume our media, the different the different models out there we're using, the different platforms we're using. You're host of a show on SiriusXM. You and I uh, were colleagues there when I was broadcasting on that station as well. You're also a host of an Instagram Live show, Simone and Sean. And Instagram Live, like this, is a new thing. This is all in that sort of new terrain, uh, accessing. I'm sure new audiences, just going in a different direction. Like, how does that work, Instagram Live?
0: It's um, it's a, it's fairly new. I just want to say uh, that movie that I referenced in the first segment was called Fake Famous. Right. For anyone who's interested in listening to it, Fake Famous. Um, yes, yeah, Simone and Sean is uh, on every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern on Instagram, and it's something we started about a year ago uh, to take kind of uh, – Simone is my co-host. She's a multiple Juno-winning vocalist from Love, Inc. and BKS, and I'm my own media guy, and, and we both – um, have been friends for over 20 years and we have a certain comfort in chemistry and we decided why not have our own chat show on Instagram Live and pull in from each other's uh, faces and and meet new fans and and gr- grow a new audience through the intermingling of both audiences. And it's very simple to do on, on Instagram. It's a choice like it is when you go to post something one of your choices is is ig live and you go live and it tells your audience that you are live and they can come in you can bring them on to chat with you which we do we, we were talking about will smith stuff last episode that we did um and we have uh, a friend of the show fan of the show he came on um as a he's a black american um dj and he had a very unique perspective on the will smith stuff as a black man um and so we brought him on but we've had everyone from Jan Arden has come on, um, Alan Fru from Glass Tigers come on. We've had tons of celebrities. We've had tons of everyday people. And the interaction factor is really what makes a show like Night Show live work, because people are commenting along as you go and throwing in their two cents. So it's very interactive. You really feel like you know your audience to a degree that I've never experienced before through this format.
1: And what I find so interesting about all these new formats is that people are, are really finding their own unique audiences. Back in the day it would be like, do you like watching cheers? And it's like, no, I don't like watching cheers. Well then too bad, you can't watch television, because that's the only thing yeah. you can watch. And you yeah. just gotta you just gotta like cheers and you're done. And now not only are there more options, but there's more communities and then celebrity culture is 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 so kind of dissipated, like as as I've said on on the show a, a few times, and people are probably tired of me talking about my interest in real estate. But I like real estate celebrities, like the million dollar listing stars, and yes. I follow them, and I like what, and I even read the gossip pages about what they say. And it, I don't care what I don't pay attention to Will Smith and you know what he's doing, what house he's moved into. But I read the stories about, and I'll sometimes say to my wife, "Oh, maybe this couple they broke up or whatnot," and that's that, those are the celebrities I'm interested in. And could yes. you could you imagine back in the '90s someone saying? oh, I follow real estate agents. And you're like, what? How is that even a thing? It is.
0: Who who a celebrity is now has changed enormously. Like I said, it used to have to be someone you were celebrated, and that was usually someone who was a movie star or um, on the radio or on television, sort of in that category. But now we have drag queens, for example. You would never have thought of them as celebrities. You mentioned the real estate agents. The advent way, 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 way long ago of home renovation shows spawned a slew of countless celebrities who are handy with a hammer Um, makeup artists are celebrities now and those um, guys the the property brothers
1: i saw one of those property brothers here both of them there you can't tell who's who they're like on the cover of people magazine and i think one of them's married to zoe de chanel now so it's like it's like he the 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 realist the the home reno people they're at a celebrity level i guess equal to the movie stars because they're marrying the movie stars
0: exactly 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 so It's opened up doors, um, this sort of new generation or new definition of celebrity for people to enjoy the trappings of that um, more than ever before. Although fame is something that you can only trade on so much. I mean, it doesn't matter what kind of celebrity you are. um, Fame just means a number of people who know your name and it, it can get you places sometimes and it can be your worst enemy sometimes. As you
1: must know Anthony Fury. <laughs> well, you know it's funny. The other year when the AGO reopened the Art Gallery of Ontario, the first thing we did, we went to the Andy Warhol exhibit, checking that out. Now there's the Andy Warhol mini series up on Netflix, the, the docu series about him. I've always been interested in his work, I've been interested in his career and he's known for for turning art into something much more connected to to celebrity, to pop culture and he's got his famous comment about fame saying in the future soon everyone Will be famous for 15 minutes. And I know even like 10, 15 years ago when we first created whatever MySpace, we said, oh, look, Andy Rojas said this would happen. But I feel like more and more what he's saying is becoming increasingly applicable.
0: You're very prescient. He was uh, someone who understood celebrity back at a time when we didn't understand it to the degree that he mm. did. He knew how to make celebrities, um, he knew the importance of an image and the importance of. Glamour, which means something that you exude out of you. It doesn't mean something that you are. It's something that you exude out of you. He knew that exuding this sort of look um, that no one else had um, and being portrayed in a certain way. Like He even made Campbell's uh, tomato soup a celebrity um, through his portrayal of it in his paintings. So he he knew what fame was um, really about well before many. He was a genius that way. And so that most famous quote of him, uh, of his saying that everyone has 15 minutes of fame um, is is becoming truer and truer uh, the more we spend time on social media and do things like punch-out comics to affect <laughs> our life.
1: <laughs> and Sean, you made a good observation when you were talking about how how things have become more democratized, how barriers have been brought down, and the us versus them, or, or the us and them, how celebs are so different from us. Uh, that we can now, I, I guess, relate to them and maybe think our 15 minutes are, are just around the corner if we get the right number of followers or, or to your point about yep. the documentary by the right number of followers and the number of like, you know, little kids who say like, oh, I have a YouTube channel now. Is this, I guess, is this healthy for society? Is this us going in a good direction? Are we unclear where we're headed right now? What, is it, what does it mean from a social perspective?
0: There's, there's an aspect that grosses me out when I find out that people just want to be famous. Yeah. They just want to be known. And I think that comes from an, an idea that each of us holds deep within us. We all want to be seen. We all want to be valid- validated um, at the end of the day. I think that holds true for every human being. But um, to be famous, as I said, is, means nothing. There's no, necessarily, there's no money attached to it. There might be money attached to it. It's not a currency that's reliable for you and you give up a lot of things like privacy um, which a lot of people take for granted so it worries me when I hear young kids just want to be famous Um, you want to be you want to be maybe a celebrity in the true sense of the word that is to say do something that is celebrated by others um, and and that and and be celebrated for those reasons but not just to be famous people making sex tapes (laughs) just to hopefully be discovered it's not the route to go
1: I must say, I watched that Pam and Tommy special. I, I don't know if you've seen it, that miniseries.
0: I can't wait to see it. <laughs> well, it, it's
1: so interesting. I mean, it, it really takes you back to like the first ever time of that kind of happening, that going viral with the sex tape. And it's, it's yes, it's a gossipy show, but it also, it, it's a real statement about about 90s culture. Uh, Sean, to that point about particularly young people saying they want to be famous and, and getting the YouTube channels going, uh, in, in the pandemic, during the lockdowns, i know uh, my wife and i talked about it about our kids and we chatted with other parents about it it was like more now than ever everyone became luddites and that we're like our kids are on the screen for 10 hours like yes. is this healthy what do we do about yes. it but we also feel like the genie ain't going back in the bottle
0: it's not going back in the bottle but i think it needs to be tamed there's something really creepy to me about a young child who knows how to work the camera do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, is, and, and, and especially, um, and I hope I don't sound um, sexist here, but I, I especially get bothered when I see little girls who don't know much of anything. They're, they're, they're just babies, really, and they're posing seductively. Right. And, and you know, they want clothes that, I know that's a, a, a tale as old as time, girls wanting clothes that are more adult before they're actually adults. But I'm seeing it in younger and younger and younger children where they they mimic and pose suggestively and and you think about jean benet ramsey that whole culture um it it just it kind of grosses me out so i do think the genie may be out of the bottle but the genie needs to be told who the boss is
1: who knew will smith starting the conversations all the big picture (laughs) called that one slap the slap heard around the world and then we we, then you people can just get into the whole thing (laughs) sean it's been a great conversation thanks so much for joining us on the show today
0: Nice to be with you. Thank you. you. Have a good one.
1: Excuse me. Full Comment is a post-media podcast. I'm Anthony Fury. This episode was produced by Andre Pru with theme music by Bryce Hall. Kevin Libin is the executive producer. You can subscribe to Full Comment on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and Amazon Music. You can listen through the app or your Alexa-enabled devices. You can help us by giving us a rating or a review and by telling your friends about us. Thanks for listening.